You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today... We're going to be looking at Sharuvi Agrawal. Imagine you walk into a space. It's a dark, empty space, but there's a spotlight on a giant metal sculpture. It's about three stories high, towering over you. You press a button, and all of a sudden, the giant metal figure starts to shake, and you hear a sound. An overwhelming sound as thousands of bells ring out. That is the immersive experience created by Sharuvi Agrawal and her record-setting sculpture, 26,000 Bells of Hanuman. Sharuvi Agrawal, like me, was born in 1983. Maybe there was something in the water making that a great year for producing just the awesomest people. Her dad worked in aviation, and so it seems like as a child she grew up traveling around India. As a young adult, she earned her degree from New Delhi College of Arts. Uh, She earned her BFA there. And then she went to Canada, where she earned her master's in computer animation. She got that from the Sheridan Institute of Technology and Advanced Learning. After graduating, she moved back to India, and her student film, The Tenth Avatar, was getting buzz on the film festival circuit. She was starting to gain recognition. And she was offered an opportunity to produce a 3D animated film on the life of Hanuman. She was offered a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. But she was concerned because the promoter, from what I understand, seemed a bit dodgy and didn't always fulfill commitments. But she took a risk. She took the job, and she opened up her own studio, Sharuvi Design Labs, hiring 30 animators to produce the piece. I gotta say, it is a stunning piece, and anyone who has ever produced any sort of animation knows it is a labor-intensive process. She became really invested in this project on Hanuman. She traveled to Varanasi to gain insights into the lore. The team created 60,000 characters and 40 environments for the film. 
Of course, being a multidisciplinary artist, she wasn't content to stop at just the film. She also created an app for tablets, a book. Unfortunately, the promoter bailed and she ended up co-funding the film herself. It took three years to produce. It's starting to remind me of the Walt Disney story and how he developed Snow White. It was known in the industry as Disney's folly, as it took years to produce. It ballooned way over budget. He almost lost his house over it. But just as in the story of Disney, Agrawal's investment paid off. It was a lot of work, but the film was immensely successful around the globe. She invested all of that time, energy, and money into that film about Hanuman, and so it's no surprise that she became quite invested and a believer in not only the film, but in Hanuman. Now, to understand this piece, I think you need to know a little bit about Hanuman. Now, I'm, I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds of Hindu theology, but Hanuman is a Hindu god and companion of the god Rama. Hanuman is known to be just this almost like idyllic figure, the very loyal, a staunch devotee of Rama. He's also one of the seven immortals who are to remain alive on earth until the end of the current Kali Yuga. Now, basically, a Yuga is an era, and Kali is a demon or tormentor. So the Kali Yuga is a period of strife and conflict. Because of his loyalty to Rama, Hanuman is associated with all sorts of wonderful positive attributes. He's associated with meditation, scholarship, strength, devotion, self-control, faith, and service to a cause. Basically, he sounds like a virtuous ideal of a man or a god, but he looks like a part ape and part man. I think one of the things that's really interesting about Sharuvi Agarwal is that she is a multidisciplinary artist. While she became known for her film, she was not someone who wanted to be pigeonholed. It reminded me of an interview I read with, I think it was maybe Steven Tyler of Aerosmith or one of those other rock stars who had been playing and successful for so long. He was kind of lamenting the fact that when he goes into the studio to record an album, he knows that pretty much everything he's recording, he's never going to play again. Because when you go out on tour, You've got to play the hits. People always want to see you recreating that thing that you are known for. And a lot of visual artists fall into this trap. You know, Jackson Pollock's got to keep dripping. Sharuvi Agarwal, though, doesn't want to get into that box. She paints, she sculpts, she animates. And in 2014, she created a sculpture of Hanuman that was 25 feet tall, consisting of 26,000 bells. Now you may be thinking, a giant sculpture of this virtuous deity sounds awesome. A bell though, why a bell? I think the thing to remember is when an artist chooses to create a sculpture out of found objects or purchased objects, when they're using something that is an unconventional sculptural material, That doesn't happen by accident. The bell is selected deliberately. 
In the Hindu faith, there is a lot of meaning behind the bells. When one goes into a Hindu temple, it is customary to ring a bell. They ring the bell to invoke the god or goddess, to make them aware of their presence. But it's more than just a doorbell alerting the deity that you're about to come in. Ringing the bell has an effect on the ringer as well. The sharp sound produced by the ringing bell activates the chakras in the body. It removes negative thoughts as the ringing blocks out anything else. It helps to clear the mind. It helps the ringer to focus and be present in the moment. The sound grabs your attention, but it's soothing. It calms the mind and the soul, leaving you feeling relaxed, rejuvenated, and ready to be at one with the divine. And so, as she set out to create this monumental sculpture of Hanuman, there's really no better representation than to have the virtuous, ideal deity constructed out of bells, which both symbolically and functionally have served for hundreds of years to help people connect with themselves and the divine. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.